Hello, Saubona, how's it? Molo, Jumbo, and welcome to the Everyday Nation podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Enjoy. Um, I think now I have the opportunity to speak for two hours, right? Two hours. <laughs> because if it's this, if this will be the last one, you know, you know that scripture when Paul was preaching, and Bible said, you know, he preached through the night, and that guy was sitting by the window, and he fell down, and he died. And Paul went, arose him up again, so that he can continue to listen to the message. Because he has to be saved before he can go on to the other side. So, so maybe, maybe we can continue to now, you know, just listen to the word of God. And don't sleep. Don't worry. Nobody should sit by the window. Uh, we are all safe. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Wayne and Pastor Tricia. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the matetes. Uh, thank you for the leadership and the friendship we have had. It's been great. Um, you know, no one knows uh, how things are going to play out. And so um, they didn't know me, um, but I've seen many things uh, in my first visit to Bloomfontein when there was campus service. And, you know, I didn't know they were going to be my leaders. But, you know, the passion and desire for God hasn't changed. And I think if you have been in this church for as long as I have been, you will know that it's a privilege to have leaders like that. And uh, as I was just sitting there, I realized they had a lot of things that we have had, a lot of series, a lot of messages that we have had that always speaks to the fact that God loves us so much. And one of it was um, in December 2012, when we were having our service uh, around where there is the Cafe 99, around that place, where, because we can't stay. And we're doing something on, on King Ri. That was the title of the series. Uh, uh, please be encouraged to either have a note or have somewhere where you kind of keep record of what God is saying to you so that you can always go back to those things and as we were just there you know my mind went to that scripture and those messages and uh, the king that restores and that's God and when the person here was talking about the gender based violence uh, Mark was talking about it you know there are people in scriptures that have gone through difficult times. You know, Rehab, which the Bible says Rehab the Alot, and we have Tamar and many others. God restored them, and not only restored them, and he placed them in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. That is not my message today, but that is just for us to understand that no matter what you are going through, no matter how the year might have been for you, God is able to restore all that seems to have been lost because it's a God that restores. You know, we've been in this world for long and I'm not a student of history, I wish I was, but the thing is, out of the little I've read through scriptures and seen different type of kings and also even hear about some in history, I've known that there is no king that is like Jesus. No king can be compared to him. Because he's the king of all kings. 
is a king that can be trusted. He's not a king that will speak and back up off from his words. Everything he says, he will do. And I am very grateful to God for the privilege that we have bringing the word of God. And this morning, as the worship team was, they were leading us, the things that we were seeing were basically the things that God has also been saying to us throughout this month and even throughout the belief series. So I want us to understand that when God is speaking to us, he's speaking to us in a particular direction because of what is ahead that he has for us. He says, no eyes have seen, no ear have heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man what God has in store for those who love him. But then the Bible says, but we have the mind of Christ. So we are able to understand the things that God is saying to us. And we are able to assess them from the realm of the spirit because we are able to understand. So when, when, when our pastors begin to speak to us about a series on belief, we have to understand that God is saying something for us for the year that is ahead. So today I'm not going to be saying something differently, but I want us to understand that it's very important that we go and remind ourselves of this issue. One, today is the 29th of November. So it's going to be the last Sunday of November in 2020. We're not going to have another Sunday again. You understand? And we are moving to December, which is the beginning, which is the last month of the year. Now, after December, we all know that we're moving to 2021. Now, if we started 2020, we're told that around 31st of December, the WHO reported that there was a cluster of a particular infection that is linked to pneumonia. Many of us never knew when we are saying Happy New Year, many of us did not know, but we're around to enter a year that seems so uncertain, but then one thing is certain, the promises of God. So what I want to prepare you for is what the pastors and those other people who have preached have been preparing us for, that no matter what happens, you have to know that you are entering 2021 with Jesus. And if you enter 2021 with Jesus, it doesn't matter. The Bible says, even when you pass through the water, when you pass through the fire, it didn't say if you've passed through, when you pass through, there will come a time when you will pass through it, but it will not consume you. Because what? You are with Jesus. The fourth man that was with them in the fire when Mark preached two weeks ago, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fourth man that was with them, did not allow the fire to consume them. Why? Because he is the all-consuming fire. Fire cannot consume fire. You understand? There is no way. Because he himself is the all-consuming fire. So how will fire consume him? It's not possible. So when they stepped in, the, the Bible says, the king said, let's, let's increase this furnace. Increase it. The Bible says those men who threw them in it, the flame of the fire killed them. But these men dropped into the fire 
and they were working. Because the person who actually is the all-consuming fire was already staying and waiting for them. All he did just needed was a moment for him to be glorified. And for that to happen, he needs us to partner with him in faith. So as we were listening to the song, I want us to understand that when we started the belief series, and they say activate your believer, it's not because it's not there, but they say activate it because it can become dormant. It doesn't mean you are not there. It doesn't mean you are not saved. And so today, when we're talking about what we're going to be talking about, it's not that it's questioning your salvation, but it's bringing you to the place where we need to be in order to be able to move into what God wants us to be. There is a scripture in Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. It says, The hair, as long as it's a kid, does not differ from a slave, even though is the hair of all. So, if you have your hair of God, co-hair with Jesus Christ, as long as you do not grow in your work with him, as long as you do not grow in your faith, you are not different from a slave, even though you are the head of all. The kingdom belongs to you, but it doesn't mean that you are able to assess it because you are still lacking in faith. That's why the Bible says that unto them was the message preached, but the message did not profit them because it did not mix with them. The reason why I'm saying this is because we are entering into a year. And if we know how uncertain this year has been, and we want to base our lives only on the messages or the information that is out there, then we will become people who are so depressed and people who are so hopeless. But that is not people who God wants us to be. So today, I want to continue on the path of those who have led us before now and build up on it so that we can prepare ourselves for what is coming. Wherever God we have us stop, this morning we will stop. Don't worry, I won't go beyond time. I won't take two hours, so be relaxed. Um, but the point is this, that wherever God will have us, and today I'm not going to be putting things for us to see, but I want us to be like the Berean Christians. Whatever is said here, we go beyond that, and we look at the scripture, and we search and say, what was he talking about? And we continue to search. And when we are confused, we come to our connect group and we say, look, I was reading this, I don't understand. Please, can you explain it? So, this morning, I've just brought us back to the issue that everything we have been saying is a continuation. So, in November, at the start, Sister Knox was preaching to us about Lazarus. And Jesus says that this sickness will not lead to death, but to the glory of God. But then, it seems as if things were going towards that direction until the point where Lazarus actually died. But Jesus said, this sickness will not lead to death. He that said it, he has never changed. And so when it seems as if, yes, I know that 
my brother will rise again at the last day. He said, no, your brother will rise if you believe. If you believe, you will see the what? The glory of God. And that was what happened. And so, Sister Knox made us realize that as we go, sometimes it seems as if things are getting worse. But then, we hold on to God. Not because of any other thing, more than the fact that he can never fear. When they were singing it, someone said it there, he can never lie. The Bible says, by two immutable things, the oath and the promise, in which it is impossible for God to lie. Impossible. He said, God is not man that he will lie, or the son of man that he will repent. As he spoken, will he not do it? He said, who is it that speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not spoken? Everything else that we will hear, take it like this. The news can say what they are basing the fact on. The economists, they can predict whatever they want. But the Bible says, who is it that speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not spoken? So if the Lord has spoken to you, you don't need to worry. Because what happens is, the Bible says, those who trust in the Lord, they shall be like Mount Zion that cannot be moved but abides forever. So I want us to prepare our minds knowing that it doesn't matter what people are saying. We don't have to worry about how next year will look like. We just need to hold on to God. When Mark Macabongo was preaching, and I have a reason for going through this because sometimes we, we think that the messages are in isolation. No. When he was preaching, he was preaching on even if it says, but let, before then they say, our God, our God, not some God, our God is able to save us. Our God, they know who their God is. And that's why they say, we will not bow to your God because we understand. It is from the place of faith. And that was why, even in the Hebrews chapter 11, it tells us by faith some quenched the fire. But even if it doesn't, it is based on the fact that we know that he's capable of doing that. Then, suppose spoke to us about the rest. Now, when I, what I'm going to build in for a short while, there is no way that you can be at rest if you do not have Jesus. It is impossible to be in a ship or in a boat and there is a storm and you are sleeping except you are with Jesus. The Bible says, they said, don't you care that will perish? Because he knows that I created the water. How will the water carry me? It's not possible. It's not possible. You know, there's an adage that if you know your own medicine, you will use it to touch your head. I can't interpret it to you better than that. But it's that you know. You know, they say, So the interpretation is that if your own medicine 
you are an abalist, you are so sure of it, you use it to eat your... So that if somebody has done medicine for you and they say, if they shoot you, it won't enter. Because you know, you say, okay, shoot me. Why? Because you are so confident in it. So Jesus knows. He knows. And that's where he wants us to be. A place of rest. Because look, you can sleep and not be sleeping. There is a place, I think in Songs of Solomon, chapter 5, you say, I sleep, but my mind is restless. My mind is not sleeping. So, we, we are not talking about sleep, where, where you, I'm sleeping. Because you know, many of us, I sometimes, you know, when you, you have work to do, and your mind, you are sleeping. But when you wake up, you understand, even in your sleep, you are doing calculation. Because you are, you are preparing for the exam. Your mind is calculating. And when you wake up, you try, the first thing to do is to open that book again and remember, oh, okay, I'm, I'm right. Because so we know. But rest in God comes from knowing Him. So today, I'm going to just read for us a scripture. And I know that uh, we have a short time, but I just wanted us to know that everyone who has preached, even from the belief series, is not say anything other than to prepare us for what God has for us in 2021. And it's only those who have eyes that can see. He said, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not see it? It means you need to see it. So this morning, I'm going to read and then we're going to pray as we move on. 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 to 7. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness, and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. Now verse 5 to 7 is where my emphasis will be. This is the message which we have heard from Him and declare to you that God is light. And in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to bring your word. We thank you because your word giveth light and understanding to the simple. This morning we ask that may you give us insight into your word. May you open our eyes to see beyond the letters because your word says the letter killeth but the spirit giveth life. This morning we pray that, Lord, you will help us through all that we are going to speak about. Give us a hear to hear, a heart to receive. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, I've titled this message, Walk in the Light. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, it says, this is the message. God is light. So, walk in the light. I am not here to talk to us about light as we see it here. That is not what we are talking about. I'm not talking about blindness. That's not what we are talking about. Blindness is another issue. I'm not even talking about spiritual blindness because that's another issue. But I'm talking about walking in the light. And this light, the Bible says, God is light. So you can, if you want to translate it or interpret it, you can say, walk in God. Doesn't matter, but I've titled it Walk in the Light from the context from which I'm taking. Why is the writer saying walk in the light? He says, walk in the light. Then when he moves on, he says, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, then what we are doing is we are lying. Now, to remember, this scripture or this particular portion was not written at this point in time to unbelievers. It was believers that John was writing to. So, we're not going to say, oh, it's unbelievers. It's talking about believers. But he's saying to them, walk in the light. He said, if we say we fellowship with him and walk in the light in darkness, then we are actually lying. But if we walk in the light, which is a conjunction of contrast, if we walk in the light, but if we walk in the light, then truly we have fellowship with one another. Our sister was is Ponga, the sister who was also with Mark here. She was saying, if not for the every nation on campus. She doesn't know how this year would have been for her. Because why? Our fellowship is in the light. If you fellowship with us, we can guarantee you that our fellowship is in the light. Because we know whom we have believed. Paul said, I know whom I have believed. And I'm confident and that's why that song, our confidence, we are confident. Why is this very critical that we walk in the light and not in darkness? Now, I am not talking about a moment when you feel like if you are in darkness. But what I'm going to talk about briefly is to highlight to us some of the characteristics of someone who is walking in darkness. So that we as a believer will begin to realize that if are we actually walking in light or are we actually walking in darkness? So, why I'm bringing context to this is because I know once you are saved, you are moved from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. But then, this scripture is not talking about that portion. It's talking about walking in the light. 
Because you can be in light, in the light, and choose not to walk in the light. That is why in Galatians it says, walk in the spirit. Because you have the spirit. It says, in that verse 25, I think, or 24, it says, now that we have the spirit, let us also walk. In another version it says, let us walk in tune with the spirit. Because those of us who remember, and I'm going to point that out again. We remember when, during the lockdown, when uh, the pastor from Midrand was preaching, Pastor Eric. He said, following Jesus closely. You can follow Jesus and be following him afar off. There is a difference when you follow Jesus closely and when you are following him. From, you, you can say, I'm, but I'm following Jesus, yes. But how close are you to him? So when we talk about walking light, we're not talking about the general context of light. That's why it says God is light. So one of the things is this. How do you know, how do we know if we are walking in darkness? The first thing is, when we are walking in darkness, there is no direction to our life. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 105, it say, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. It means that if I am dwelling in the word of God and I'm living by the word of God, I can be sure that is a lamp unto me that guides my feet, that my feet cannot stumble. Because there is a lamp that is guiding it. And my path cannot be a path that will go nowhere. Why? Because there is a light to it. Proverbs 4 verse 18 says, The path of the righteous. Another version says, The way of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Even though we do not see the end, but we see the light at the end of the tunnel. And therefore we are walking knowing that we cannot miss it. Because why? It's with us. David said in Psalm 16 verse 8. He said, I have set the Lord God always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I will not be moved. No, this is not just a people are quoting. They are speaking from a place where they have known this God. That is why David said, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken. I've not, yet his children begging for, I've never seen it. What he's saying to them is, if you have seen it, you can show me. But if we are contrary to that, then we have to do what Spo was saying that last time. We have to say, God, this is what your word says. But since my life is going the other way, please help me. Because if what God is saying is different from what I'm experiencing, then it means one has to be lying. Is it that God is lying? Or I am walking contrary to the scripture. And the Bible says, God cannot lie. Even if he wants to, he cannot. You see, there is a different than I, I won't lie. Mm-mm. I won't lie means you can lie. But you choose not to lie. 
Because if somebody cannot lie, even when he wants to lie, it, it will always be true. Because he cannot even lie. That is why when the Bible says the devil is a king or is the father of lies. Because why? Even if the devil is saying what you think is true, it's actually a lie. Because he cannot. It's in his nature. How will a liar say something different from lie? It's his nature. The nature of God is light. God is truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If he is truth, how can he say something contrary? So if my life is different from what the Bible has said, then I have to check, am I walking in the light or am I walking in darkness? A person who is walking in darkness, his life has no direction. We must never be believers where they say, okay, what's the direction? I don't know the direction of my life. Honestly, I don't know. I just know that, I don't know. You know, I'm just so confused. That's, there is a stage of spiritual confusion. That's not what we're talking about now. But we are talking about someone who his life does not have a direction. Then that person is walking in darkness. He says, another thing is where there is no ray of hope. When there is no ray of hope, you see, the person, when we speak, the Bible says Christ in us is the hope of glory. There is a song. It says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because who lives? Because Jesus lives. That's the only hope we have. Because we know, David said in Psalms 27 verse 13 and 14, Someone was saying something there. I think our sister was also talking about it. He says, I would have fainted unless I had believed. I believed first. That was what stopped me from fainting. Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not in the land of the dead, in the land of the living. We are not people that will say, okay, maybe things will be better for us when we die and we we'll go to heaven. No. We, we were reading today, you know, in our, in our family time, the mansion. He said, I go and prepare a place for us. You understand? We know there is a mansion for us. But we are not talking about that one now. We are talking about here now. If a person does not have a ray of hope, and it seems as if their life is hopeless, and you are a believer washed by the blood of the lamp, the Bible says, he that gave his son, his son to us. You know, he that gave his son to us, or that did not withhold his son from us, what is it that he will not give to us? If somebody can allow you to have his son, what else will the person not give you? What else? Someone allowed his son to be sacrificed for us. And you said he will not give you what? Degree or whatever you want. In him, it's not possible. Because if he can give his son, then he can give you anything. A ray of hope. If we walk in the light, then there will always be a ray of hope for us. The person who walks in darkness 
has no assurance of his presence. You see, there was an incident that happened in, in the book of Acts chapter 27. Paul said he was going to appear before Caesar. He pleaded his case that I was going to go to Caesar. So they have to transport him in the ship. Because obviously there was no plane that time. And so, you know, ship is going for days. And there was an issue of storm and many other things happening. And the experienced people, the captains, they were trying to do all kinds of things. But here is this man. He has not studied oceanography or whatever you need to study to be able to know how the pattern is. He hasn't studied anything like that. In fact, probably you say he has studied law, like Brolanga. You understand? (laughs) You know, he's a lawyer. But he said, the God whom I serve and whose I am or to whom I belong sent his angel and he told me last night that Paul, don't worry, you will testify before Caesar. And because of you, I've given you the life of all the people, I will not allow them to perish. Now, Paul understood that if God says to me, I will testify before Caesar, it means no matter what happens, even if the ship decides to break, like the Titanic, I will still survive. Because he has the presence. So he says to them, take care, be of cheer, because I know it will happen as he has said it. You know, we, I heard some, a story some, some years back when someone was in the plane and he, he, was, he, he was traveling with other people and then there was a kind of turbulence, very strong one. And people were, you know, shouting in the tra- plane, shouting, shouting, and he just kept calm. And someone asked him, you know, are you not scared? Are you not scared that, you know, this plane might crash? He said, I've checked my spiritual sensor. Even if this plane crash, I will not die. He's in a place of rest, as Paul was preaching. You can't be in that state if you don't know that his presence is with you. He said, I will be with you wherever you go. That was what he told Joshua. So if his presence is with us, then we can be sure that we are not in darkness. We are not in a place of uncertainty. Because darkness is a place of uncertainty. When God was going to create at the beginning, the Bible says in the beginning, in Genesis, God created heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the deep. And the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over what the waters. And God said, let there be a light. And there is light. Because it is not normal for God to proceed to create every other thing in the midst of darkness. Light has to come first. That's why the Bible says the God that said in the beginning, let there be light, has shined his light upon our hearts. It's important. 
that we have this. So the assurance of his presence is one of the ways you know. Now, those who are in darkness, they are not excited about anything that has to do with God. You know, when we are worshipping, you know, I, I used to have a friend in, in, in school, when we were in prim, uh, secondary school. Uh, I won't say the, the sets it belongs to because I don't call them Christians. I call those people sets. Um, um, yeah. I remember, you still have that my book, right? I had that 17, 17 different people, that, uh, different groups that are not Christians. Well, we think they are Christians, but they are not Christians. Google, Vicky gave me that book. You know, uh, they are sets. You understand? So when we say Happy New Year, it tells why, what, what is, what, when we are not sure. We say Happy New Year, and then the year goes bad. So what is, what, why we say Happy New Year? It says to me, no, they don't celebrate birthdays. It says because, because in the scripture, there are two times when birthdays were celebrated and it ended up in a problem. One, uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh was celebrating his birthday and they cut the head of the king baker. And then the other one, Herod uh, was celebrating and ended up in the head of the John the Baptist. You see, people who walk in darkness, all they see is darkness. And it's, they have to embrace light, which is God, for them to see. Even if you try to explain it. That's why I don't argue with them. I don't argue with them. Because the Bible says the natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. Why would you spend time arguing when somebody does not even have the light? The first thing is, you have to agree that you are in darkness. Do you agree? Yes, okay. You need light. Who is the light? God. There we can talk. But if I'm trying to explain to you, in darkness, the problem. So, how do we walk in the light and stay in the light? The first is, we have to walk in obedience to the scripture and the revelation of God's word to us. Whatever God revealed to you, you have to walk in it. Because God is going to tell you. A friend of mine was telling, they were telling us, uh, beginning of this year, here on the husband, uh, they, they were praying. I know there were words God gave to them beginning of this year. I think for the first several days of the, of the year or something, they were praying in January. I know we do that. We do fasting and prayer also in this church. And I, I hope that definitely something we will still do in the coming year. And so they have prayed. So when things begin to happen, they are not worried about the fact of the COVID or whatever because of the fact that they already had the word of God. The, 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 the world can play whatever tricks that they won't have to play. It doesn't matter. You understand? It is with God that we are secure. The next thing, the other thing is, how do we walk in the light and stay in the light? We walk in the light by following Jesus closely. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, those who follow me will never walk in darkness. It's not that they might sometimes walk in that they will never walk in darkness. Those who follow me. And that's why Pastor Eric was saying, following Jesus closely. Following Jesus closely. 
That's the way. Another thing. I'll just read this. Someone was saying, I, I saw this from uh, um, an unknown author. He said, to work with God is to decide that God will hold your hand at any times. Even when in times of trouble, you believe that God is there. You believe that God is there. You are so sure of that. The third point is abiding in his presence. At the beginning of the pandemic, how many of us remember what our word, the word for, 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 for the church was? What? What was the word? Which scripture were we, our reference scripture? No, pastor, pastor, don't talk about that. You, you are the one who said the word. Who, who can remind us? Psalm 91, verse what? Verse 1. What does it say? Psalm 91, verse 1. Who can quote it? Psalm 91, verse 1. <laughs> Psalm 91, verse 1. He who dwells, his dwelling is in the, what? Is the secret place of the Most High. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Your dwelling must be there. Because things around you will happen. He says, a thousand will fall by your side. He didn't say nothing will fall. He said, a thousand will fall by, ten thousand by your right hand. But it will not touch you. We must understand. You see, I, you know, some things happened this year, which we already know, even though I know my time is gone now, is, you know, our, our minister, the minister of earth, later told us he, he contacted COVID, right? And then the director of WHO told us later he became positive. It means that, you understand, even after you have done everything, only in God can you be assured. Only in God. Only in God. Because only God can sustain us. In conclusion, I would like to conclude with this. James chapter 1, verse 17. It says, Every good and perfect gift comes from above. The Father of what? Of lights. In whom there is what? No shadow. All very place of darkness. If we walk with God, we can be sure. So I'll leave us with a particular song that I will ask the, 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 the media to play to us or the sound team. That song, please listen to the song. These are songs more than 100 years ago, but they are highlighting the fact that in history, those who have walked with God, He has never failed them. Just like they sang that song to us. I have a father that never fails me. Jesus is my father. He, he will never fail me. That's not the song, but that's one of the songs we used to sing. He has never failed me. There's a song I used to sing. I put my hand in your hand, O oh Lord. I can never fail. 
because Jesus never failed. I want us to listen to this word. Not, we might just pause it before it ends because of our time, but I think just listen to the few, maybe the first two part of the scripture, of that song. Um, is it there? Except you want me to sing it. Then, then. If they struggle, are you struggling with it? Okay. So, the song. Um, I just want us to, as we bow up, if they get the song, uh, to pray. I want us to bow our hearts. What a glory he shines on our way when we do his good will. I want it from the beginning. I don't want it cutting in. Please. It's, it's, it's a critical song for us. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. When we do his good will, he abides with us here. Only with those who will trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Everyone who is happy in Jesus are those who have trusted him. Those who knows that when he says come, he said to Peter, come. And Peter was walking on the water until he allowed the circumstances around him to sink. And when Jesus said to him, he said, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? Because it is possible. Because he that speaks to us, we must trust him. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he shed on our way when we do his good will he abides with us still with all those who will trust and obey trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in jesus but to trust and obey I want to tell you as you enter into December 
as you plan to enter into 2021 there is no medicine for peace there is no medicine for hope there is no prescription for joy only Jesus Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength no one can tell you any other thing nothing can sustain you outside of Jesus Jesus is the way the truth and the life when we walk in him we can be sure that we will not sink because we have built our lives on the solid rock storm will come things will come but we will keep standing because we cannot be moved as long as he is with us we will stand and overcome we will come out victorious it doesn't matter what the people are saying out there it doesn't matter what the report is saying he said this sickness is not to death he knows what he has said even when the people say if he had been here he said I know because I've said it I want us to believe God I want us to hold on to him if there is any shadow of doubt in you I want you to say hey am I Lord help me that man said I believe help my unbelief there is no way you can cross to the other side unless you believe that when you put your feet on the Jordan it will allow you to go where we are today I want to make a call to you if you are there and you don't understand what we are talking about because you're saying I don't know Jesus I don't know God we have to start there if you are there then I want you to rise or lift up your hand where you are if you are saying I, I understand I'm in darkness because it seems my life is hopeless the only reason why someone will commit a suicide is because they cannot see a light they cannot see a light they can't see any other thing except their problem because they are in darkness he said God is light we cannot deceive ourselves we have to walk in the light it's either you are walking in the light or you are not you know when you are walking in the light there is no confusion about your destiny about your direction if you feel that you are also a believer but you have been you, you, you've been working in darkness in some part of your life then I think it's a time for you to repent it's a time for you to say God you know I trust you for everything even when it seems as if it doesn't make sense I still trust you because you have never failed me this is a moment for us to speak to God take few minutes to speak to God don't worry about the fact that your time is gone there is nothing to go out to out there outside of God there are people who are afraid to even sleep because they don't know what will happen the next day we are not of those who are hopeless we know the God whom we serve it doesn't matter if the situation now 
does not look like that, we know the God that we serve. Do you know the God that you serve? Do you know the God that has called you into light? Bible says he himself is light. Oh my God. Let's, let's ask him to help us as we move into December. We don't know what news people will bring from, from wherever now. But it doesn't matter. Our hearts is tuned to him. We can never miss it if we walk with him. We are not going to be the first and we are not going to be the last. Men who have walked with him, they have testimony. The Bible says we are surrounded with clouds of witnesses to the life of faith. To the life of people who have walked with God. Even when there was no Bible, they still believed him. Our life cannot be different if we walk with him. He knows the future. He knows the future. He knows 10 years from now. He knows 20 years from now. 2021 is not going to be a surprise for him. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Because of your word. We thank you because we have you as our confidence. Our confidence is not in flesh. It's not in man. It's not in ourselves. It's not in our ability. It is in you. Who can never fail? Who has never failed? And who will never fail? Because the Bible says you are the same yesterday, today and forevermore. You are the only one that does not change. Seasons changes. Government changes. Economic situation changes. But you have never changed. You are the same yesterday. You can be trusted. And therefore we anchor our lives on you. Father, we thank you. Thank you because as we enter into December, we are entering into hope. We are entering with faith that everything will work together for our good. It doesn't matter what people say. Everything will work to our good. Because that is what you have said. He said, Son of man, can this bone live again? He said, Oh God, oh Lord God, thou knowest. You are the one that knows. We hold on to you, Father. We are not worried about what people say. Lord, forgive us for where we have allowed people's opinion to shape our thinking. Where we have allowed people's word to be what we have built our lives around. Lord, forgive us. We put our hope in you. And we trust you for the coming year. We trust you for the last month. That even that which you have said to us from the beginning of the year, that it seems as if this is December, but it has not come to pass. We know that even within 24 hours, you can make it to come to pass. Elijah said, this time tomorrow, this is what the word says. This is what the word of the Lord says, and it happened so. Father, we believe you. We believe you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, give us the grace to hold on to you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.
thank you for joining Church Online today. We hope that you were inspired and challenged by today's message. We would like to encourage you to join one of our connect groups where you can make friends and discuss the word further. You can message us on 072-606-6747 to join a connect group or to send us any prayer needs you might have. To give your tithes and offering, please visit our website www.endurban.org to get our bank details and zapper code. Have a safe and blessed week. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at endurban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sermons. Be blessed.